Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Nine out of ten couples prefer a different mattress firmness. From feather soft to firm, you can adjust each side to your sleep number setting, so it's just right for the both of you. Discuss your favorite sleep number bed features, adjustable comfort, partner snore technology, sensing movement, and or sleep IQ technology showing personalized sleep insights. Sleep IQ tracks how well you sleep and offers personal insights into your sleep. Measure your best sleep hours, average heart rate, breathing, and movement. Create a healthy competition with your partner based on your Sleep IQ score. Science shows that beauty sleep is not a myth. Science also shows that adequate sleep is essential for our skin to repair and regenerate and getting 7 to 9 hours of quality shut-eye per night. Lack of quality shut-eye also affects our desire to interact with others. While good sleep results in more motivation to initiate connection. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movement and automatically adjusts to keep you sleeping comfortably through the night. Discover smart, effortless comfort with the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. This is not a bed, it's proven quality sleep. Check them out now and save up to $900 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. For a limited time, only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. I love that it's being referred to as the crawling, by the way. <laughs> this is Dan Patrick. Oh, it's hour two on this Friday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Always got chili on the Traeger Grill. We have Meat Madness songs coming up. Some of the closest races. We'll have that for you as well. Interesting poll question at the end of the first hour. Paulie said if you can go back and say we're going to keep instant replay and that's 2007, or you had the opportunity to say there will be no replay at all. That's the new poll question. McLovin will give his opinion. I gave mine, and uh, Seton gave his. I'm like, I think they screwed up instant replay from the beginning. If the job is to get it right, they've certainly taken a long, long way, long route to try to get things right, and they still haven't gotten it right. But uh, we'll get to your take on it as well, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle with DP show. The NFL commissioner says that teams will not be allowed to be critical of the fact that the NFL is going ahead with the draft April 23rd, 24th, uh, and 25th. I don't know what you get. What are the repercussions if you get spanked by the commissioner? Is it financially, verbally? But uh, he says nobody's going to be critical of the draft as we move forward. What are the uh, results from the first hour of the poll question? Are people in favor of having the draft, McLovin? Yeah, 94% say they're in favor of having the draft on April 23rd. And that's why the NFL is doing it. I mean, they took the temperature. They know that, you know, this audience is starved for anything that's live, that's real. And uh, I think the people who are upset are NFL people who are trying to do their jobs. And I understand why they would be upset if you can't do your job. But I'll go back to what a source told me yesterday. The Cleveland Browns, when they relocated to Baltimore, they had no opportunity to get their draft team in order. They didn't get to have anybody come in and visit, and they ended up drafting Jonathan Ogden and Ray Lewis that draft, two Hall of Famers. If you do your job, if you've done your job leading up to the draft, you should be able to hold that draft today. Now, do you have questions about some players, including Tua Tonga-Vailoa? Absolutely you do. And that'll be, that'll be difficult for a team if they're going to take a chance. If Miami's truly all in on Tua Tonga-Vailoa, you might be doing that and not be able to have that opportunity to get in front of him and actually watch him work out and do the medicals that you need to. That's unfortunate. But for the most part, most of these players, what they saw at the Combine and what you saw during their uh, senior-junior season, you should be able to derive what you need or what you think out of a player. All right, uh, so the new poll question, 
not much good news. I mean, we got some yesterday nominated for a sports Emmy, third consecutive year for this show, and uh, very proud. A proud moment there. Glad to share that with the Danettes, who have gotten to the point where, okay, we got nominated. Now we want to see some hardware. And I understand that. And uh, Paulie had a premonition 10 days ago. I had a dream about us celebrating, pouring champagne on each other. You know what? I think when we get back together, when the band gets back together, we just pour champagne on each other. Whether we win or not. Win or lose? Yeah. If uh, this award ceremony, of course, we get nominated. We think we're going to win, and it gets postponed till maybe later on this summer. But that's okay. That's okay. We have time. Yeah, we do. We got time. we got plenty of time <laughs> on our side. Yeah. Open bar? Yeah. Al in California joins us. Lead us off this uh, second hour. Hey, Al. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. And the Danettes. Hey, man, I just want to – well, let's say, first-time caller, loyal listener, um, 5'7", and a big-boned, i.e., Charles Barkley, 180. I'm going to follow up with Jeff from Detroit. Dan and the Danettes, congratulations. Three years nomination for the Emmy – but here's why I know you guys are going to win. <laughs> Polly, Todd, McLovin, you guys, there's two reasons. One, you guys are the best team together. Dan, you're a great leader. You empathize with all of your employees, your partners. Um, so teamwork, too. One. Two, character. The way that you guys entertain is so different and so unique. Now, I'm biased because I don't listen to any, any, any other program but yours from my commute in L.A. But I'll tell you, it's about character for you guys. And you guys have been patient. You guys have done all that. You, you've checked every box. And so I, I really believe that they're going to step back. I think your, your story is a good story. I think ultimately you're going to win this year. And if not, I'm going to start – I'm going to start something on YouTube. I'm going to start – this is ridiculous. You guys should have won it last year. Um, but I just wanted to call and, and, and congratulate you guys from Los Angeles, actually from Inglewood, but from Los Angeles saying, hey, thank you. We appreciate the entertainment that you provide, the value that you bring during my morning commute, which thank is about you. an hour every day. Thank, thank you, you, Al. I appreciate the kind words there. Don't do anything drastic on YouTube. <laughs> I keep saying to the Danettes, isn't it a better story if we don't win the sports Emmy? And Seton always goes, no, 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 no. It's a better story if we win the sports Emmy. Yeah, I've seen that storyline play out now <laughs> twice. Uh, let's try to change up the script a little bit. Uh, that would work. All right. Um, you know, with free agency winding down, I always issue the same warning every year. Don't read too much into what happened in the NFL the last couple of weeks. By the way, Michael Brockers. He is going back to the Rams. The Rams re-signed him, the defensive tackle, after the Ravens had a deal, and they tried to renegotiate because Brockers, I think, had an injury or didn't pass a physical. Uh, I think he had an ankle injury. They had signed him to a three-year, $30 million deal that included $21 million guaranteed. He had a lingering high ankle sprain, and uh, that was flagged in a medical report. The two sides couldn't agree on how the contract should be altered, so he goes back to uh, the L.A. Rams. But you start to think about winning the offseason. Winning the offseason and winning games are two completely different things. 
that big splash right now could be a salary cap nightmare in years. And oftentimes we find out that there was a reason teams let players go in free agency in the first place. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have a success story with some of the moves in the offseason. Teams can turn around quickly. The Niners were 4-12 in 2018 and almost won the Super Bowl this past year. Maybe somebody comes out of nowhere again. It usually happens every year, but I'm not sure it will be because of free agency. The big splash moves make a lot of noise in March, but the story really changes once they actually get on the football field. I saw the odds that are put out. This is uh, from William Hill, a sports book on most valuable player for the upcoming season. Patrick Mahomes is your overwhelming favorite. Then Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Kyler Murray is in there. I would like uh, Aaron Rodgers at 25 to 1, or maybe Cam Newton if you were going to take a flyer on somebody at 100 to 1. Joe Burrow's at 100 to 1. And if you're wondering about Tom Brady, Tom Brady is 18 to 1. So that's fourth on the list there. Dak Prescott at 25 to 1 might be a good bet. We talked to Ed Werder from ESPN. He covers the Cowboys. And I think we're getting closer to Dak Prescott is going to sign a four-year deal, probably around $35 million a year. I think that they budged a little bit on the length of the deal. The Cowboys budged a little bit. I think they upped the uh, ante a little bit. And for a time being, he'll be the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. But I do think they're getting to that. They've got time to get to that. Uh, you don't have to get this done if you're going to have an extension with the guy with an exclusive franchise tag until July but I do think uh, better sooner than later when it comes to Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. All right, we have our poll question coming up. Something happened yesterday with uh, Steph Curry had one of the leading medical experts uh, on, and he was talking about the coronavirus. And uh, I thought that it was really well-received. And, you know, he if somebody else does this, if Tom Brady does this, or if LeBron James does this, then we go, oh, how self-serving. It feels like it would be a negative. So Dr. Anthony Fauci was on. He's the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. He's on just about every press conference that the president has. Nearly 50,000 viewers tuned in. Former President Barack Obama, Justin Bieber, the rapper Common, former teammates Andre Iguodala, Leandro Barbosa, and, uh, you know, the archive version, I'm sure, is going to get, you know, a lot of views as well. But I like what Steph Curry did, because sometimes you're talking to an audience that may not fully understand. And I did. I think Steph Curry asked the right questions. And I think the doctor sort of uh, dumbed it down so we could understand all of this and understand the serious nature of it. And if you can hit a target audience that might not consume national news, might not be aware and might not care then I thought it was a wonderful thing that Steph Curry did. And if you get an opportunity to watch it, it's a little under an hour, but he asked all the right questions. And what, you know, doctor said that, you know, you can go into a city like baseball. You go in for three three games, and then when you leave, I mean, imagine somebody going into New York right now or anytime soon or in a month and, you know, six weeks from now. And then you go to another city and then another city. That's the big concern. Because there are cities where you can go, hey, there's not an outbreak here. But you're going to go into cities, and then you're going to be staying at the same hotel, staying in the same locker room, and that's what the the real concern here is 
about sports. But I, I thought it was a, a wonderful gesture on what Steph Curry did to have the doctor on and ask those questions that need to be asked. A couple of uh, meat madness songs. Now, we have some close races, 153,000 votes so far. And I wanted to bring a couple of these matchups to your attention. You can still vote. Uh, Jeff in Albuquerque, the number three seed, versus the number six seed, Tragedy Mask in Iowa. This is in the Carolina region. We have four really close matchups right now. So here is Jeff in Albuquerque. Cut my week into pieces. Hungry but not for sports. Starvation, no eating. Don't have a fork and my gut is seceding. Meat Fridays in Milford. Polly does love his sweetness, but when we hit Friday, it's meat smoking and feeding. All right, so that's Jeff in Albuquerque, and this is a tragedy mask with an original. They're from Iowa. Carolina region. Are yes. you listening to what they're doing? It's fantastic. Yes, Paul. I, I gotta agree with Seton. That sounds like a real, well-produced song around like a scary movie. I, it doesn't sound like a, a joke in any way. It's fantastic. Here is the Memphis region. The closest matchup is the four-five matchup. It's Dell in Virginia. When I came home Thursday night, shout out to Davis. Hey, I said I wasn't hungry. I want some A-U-double-A. Aloysius, have you seen this? Shit. Just waiting for me Friday. Come on now. Drill it on the trigger. Drill on the trigger. Fridays are so sweet. I'm going to grab me something to eat and find my section roll seat. Hey. Drill it on the trigger. Drill it on the trigger. Suck it back. Whoa. And tell Frisky he's had enough. Drill it for me. Give me that beat. That's that of the day. That's juicy Daddy, stuff. Time, long time, arcade fire, that's, that's great. That's Dell in Virginia. Uh, here is TJ in Washington. I'm at the butcher shop, contemplating, should I get a prime rib? I'm debating, check out those lamb chops, just fillets and tomahawks, should I just get some broths? Now Meat Friday is here, no more waiting, got a 20-pound brisket. Marinating, gonna smoke it on low. I'm back to seasoning, bro. It's there I say in fuego. Yeah, something back and roll. Come on over, bring some roof up. Even Ricky Aloysius wishes Miller knows what's if I got that need. Oh, that's like a TJ in Washington, the Memphis region. Man, this is great competition this year. Great competition. You can vote. We're gonna have the voting for the opening round. Next week as well, go to danpatrick.com. Also saw this story. I know that there's so much negativity that if there is positive, I try to bring it to your attention in the world of sports. The uh, company, Fanatics, that manufactures uniforms for Major League Baseball, suspended production on jerseys 
instead using the polyester mesh fabric to make masks and gowns for hospitals in Pennsylvania and nearby states. The uh, uh, Michael Rubin is the founder of Fanatics, and he was watching TV last week, and he was struck by the idea of maybe he could turn his uh, facility in eastern Pennsylvania into a factory to help fight the uh, COVID-19. And they have uh, partnered with MLB to support emergency personnel who are fighting uh, COVID-19 and face the need for masks and hospital gowns. Uh, Fanatics developed a prototype that was approved by the state's emergency agency by Tuesday, the company had halted production on all baseball uniforms, and the owner said, we got a million yards of fabric, and we make these baseball uniforms. What about we take that fabric and make masks and gowns? And uh, so they've been able to do that. According to the owner, he hoped to produce nearly 15,000 masks and gowns a day. Ruben, whose Reform Alliance lobbies for changes to state Probation and parole law said the demand was for 95% mask. The production plant had been shut down for non-essential business, but about 100 workers have returned to work for Fanatics. Um, Ruben uh, said it would cost Fanatics about $3 million to make the mask and gowns, and the company would produce at least $1 million over the course of several months. So uh, wonderful gesture there from uh, the CEO of Fanatics. We'll take a break. Phone calls coming up. Dale Earnhardt Jr. will join us on the program. He had a near win last week against Denny Hamlin, a, a virtual win. They had virtual racing. We'll talk to him about that. And he's got baby number two on the way. Maybe we could sponsor Junior's virtual car. What if we could do that? What would it cost if we did that? I have to ask him if there's a price for this. Coming up on 18 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Everyone knows that finding qualified candidates when you're hiring is a very difficult job. But I'll tell you right now, ZipRecruiter makes it a lot easier. Let's talk about Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a new game artist to grow her education tech company. But then she switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. And you too can sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. With results like that, it's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter is definitely the smartest way to hire. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. Again, if you want to hire smart, qualified people, you have to go to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash D-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Nine out of ten couples prefer a different mattress firmness. From feather soft to firm, you can adjust each side to your sleep number setting, so it's just right for the both of you. Discuss your favorite sleep number bed features, adjustable comfort, partner snore technology, sensing movement, and or sleep IQ technology showing personalized sleep insights. Sleep IQ tracks how well you sleep and offers personal insights into your sleep. Measure your best sleep hours, average heart rate, breathing, and movement. Create a healthy competition with your partner based on your sleep IQ score. Science shows that beauty sleep is not a myth. Science also shows that adequate sleep is essential for our skin to repair and regenerate and getting 7 to 9 hours of quality shut-eye per night. Lack of quality shut-eye also affects our desire to interact with others. While good sleep results in more motivation to initiate connection. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you sleeping comfortably through the night. 
Discover smart, effortless comfort with the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. This is not a bed, it's proven quality sleep. Check them out now and save up to $900 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. For a limited time, only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Dale Jr. will join us coming up. More phone calls as well. New poll question this hour. Go back to 2007 and just go, you know, let's don't have any more replay. Let's get rid of replay in the NFL or commit to replay in the NFL. I would say get rid of it. If if back in 2007 I could get rid of it, then uh, I would have done that because I, I don't think it served the game the way it should. McLovin? Basically 50-50. 51% would also get rid of it. What would you do? Oh, I, I think it would be crazy to have all the other sports have replay and the biggest sport not having it. Yeah. I think the comparison would be tough. It's so hard to officiate in person. I mean, guys get 10 calls wrong a game. Yeah, but are they correcting them? That If you said that they were going – has replay worked? Yeah, uh, yes, for the large part. Now, for example, like the Saints play, the people were mad there wasn't enough replay that uh, that to the point where they added this silly pass interference. What if, Dan, what if I offered you college football's replay where they do it real quick and it doesn't have this four-minute process? I just want you to get it right. That's all. Then just get it right. You missed a call, a blatant call in the Rams-Saints game. If you can miss that, how many other calls are you missing? That's my problem with it. I, I want them to get the call right. They don't get the call right. Now, you can say, well, they get the call right 99% of the time. Okay. You have the opportunity to get the call right. You have a booth review. Yes, he. But wouldn't they miss even more calls without replay? I mean, at least replay allows them to go back and say, hey, we missed that one. This is the right call. If you took replay away altogether, that the number of missed calls would go through the roof. I don't know. A lot of times, how many times do we watch a play, a call, and then we go, oh, they got it right? How many times do we say, oh, they got it wrong? I think when it's egregious, that's when I have a problem with replay. I get it when you're, you know, you have regular season games. There's so many calls. It's moving so fast. If you've ever been on the sidelines and imagine being out there and trying to call something in real time, it is the hardest sport to officiate. I get all of that. But they missed the biggest call where NFL was used, the replay, and they missed the biggest call in history. Right there in front of them, they missed that. And they had all the opportunity to get that right. That's what drives me crazy about replay. They can get some of the other things, pass interference, holding, crackback blocks, whatever those things are. Fumble, was it a catch or not a catch? I mean, even that they screwed up for years. They missed the biggest call in NFL history when it came to replay. And they had the opportunity to get it right, and they didn't. Yes, Paul. Dan, I'm with you. I wish there was no replay in sports. I know that it's too late now. But, you know, from the other side of this, from the past, I would say at least the past five years in sports media, guys like us do what we do. During the fall, replay in the NFL is probably the main topic we talk about, more than sometimes even the play on the field. It is almost guaranteed every week in the NFL there's something we're talking about with replay going bad, going well, mostly going bad. But it's become the the fabric of the sport from the drama. Well, it's every Monday we talk about this. It feels like every Monday during the season we talk about replay. Yes, Eden. But that still doesn't get rid of the fact that if, even if there was no replay, and even in some instances, like we've been talking about, when there is replay, the only people in the world who don't know they got the call wrong are the people making the call. 
everybody else knows that they got it wrong. Everybody sitting at home with their TV and rewinding it and watching it and slowing it down and all of that stuff, they all know what the right call was, except for those guys who don't have access to a TV screen. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yes. If, if they corrected it that way or had somebody who said, guys, you made a mistake, I just think ego's getting in the way. Ego's gotten in the way of that Rams Saints game. But we got by without replay for a lot of for many decades when I was watching football. I I didn't sit there and go, boy, they missed the call. You know, we we somehow got by without all this replay. This program brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. It's the all new GT four door coupe because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to the Dan Patrick Show app. Watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave. Mercedes-AMG driving performance. NASCAR on NBC analyst, the former champ, uh, now retired, sort of. Dale Earnhardt Jr. joining us on the program. How are you, Jr.? Man, I'm doing pretty good considering. Um, Sorry for being late. I'm usually on time for your show. That's all right. That's all right. You got other all things right. to worry about there. You were two it's minutes crazy. late. You know, I know, I know, but it's weird how busy I am. I, you know, we, when uh, when all this kind of went down and everybody was, uh, we've been kind of locked up in the house for about several weeks now. Took it pretty seriously from the get go, and uh, I thought we was going to run out of things to do. But dang. There's a lot going on around here. Pretty busy. Okay, but you have a, a baby at home, another baby on the way. I mean, yeah. You think you're busy now? You're way. I know. I know. I know. I, I love it though. I really enjoy being a dad, and um, you know that was that first year was pretty tough. Uh, man, I mean, I'm you know from a dad's perspective, it's tough. It's even worse, obviously, for Amy. So I don't want to complain too much, but uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it's it's it was. Uh, I'm looking forward to it again. You know, I mean, we just kind of got. I was two years old, and and you'd think that we would be kind of relieved that we're out of that first year, but I'm looking forward to it again. Um, you know, we we always kind of wanted to have two kids, and um, you know, we're just really blessed to, to to have this opportunity, and just real scary times to kind of be going through this with everything else going on. It's got you know, it's got us pretty pretty nervous, and and. Um, no non-essential visits, so we can't go to the doctor and get the typical normal checkups that you would get in this process. So that's made us a little concerned. But um, obviously, uh, you know, Amy's Amy's doing great, and um, you know, just waiting for everything to get back to normal and uh, trying to stay healthy and hoping, you know, trying to keep everybody around us and all our families in good spirits and keep everything going. Gotta have patience. Yeah, got to sure. have it's patience. Like yes, yeah. with everything, even when this we move past this, just having patience when you have children, and it's the one thing that got to have a sense of humor and have patience, and and yeah. it, it'll help you get through this because you're going to have two in diapers probably, and just dealing with that and your sleep and all those things, you're going to be like, and you think driving a race car was tough. That, that that's going to be a, a you know a Sunday drive literally compared to what you're going through. But I I did enjoy the i racing and explain explain how this came about because this is Denny Hamlin was great at i racing and I think that's how maybe you noticed him. But how did this come about that NASCAR was going to do i racing? Well, this uh, the software has been around for two decades 
and it's a great service. They they offer um, they offer oval oval car racing, uh, you know, late models, modifieds, legends cars, about anything you can think of, street stocks, any level. They have the trucks, the Xfinity cars, the Cup cars, obviously. They're even more popular on the road course side and out and, and globally. Like there's so many customers on the service overseas playing uh, at all hours of the night. I mean, this is 24-hour process. There's races going off every hour. Uh, you just, you know, it's it's a really great service, a lot of fun. There's 125 active members right now. 125,000. I'm sorry. So it's growing, uh, but it's been around a long time. It has, and a lot of people. Uh, you know, 10, 10, 20 years ago when I'd tell people about iRacing and how realistic it was and how I used it to help myself as a race car driver. I, you know, everybody pretty much in the industry would roll their eyes. So it's really funny now that everybody's flocking to iRacing, trying to get sims, trying to get on the service, trying to understand how it works, trying to get co- comfortable driving cars on the sim. All these people that would, that would chuckle uh, when I would tell them years ago about it are now diving into it head first. Uh, but it's been, it's had a relationship with NASCAR for a long time. And a funny story, I'll tell you. So, iRacing was started by Dave Kramer, and who is a software engineer that develops games, and John Henry, owner of the Red Sox. So, John Henry's a big sim racing fan. And those two partnered to create iRacing two decades ago. And I put together a meeting between iRacing and NASCAR right around 2008 or so. I don't remember exactly when it was. It seems like it might have been a little later than that, 2010, 12. But anyhow, at Junior Motorsports, uh, NASCAR comes in and iRacing comes down from Boston. They're located up there in Boston. John Henry comes. And so we're sitting there, and I'm telling NASCAR about iRacing and how important it is that we form a partnership, that they get involved. And, and uh, John has to step out of the office because he has to take a call because they had a blockbuster trade. Who was the player that they traded, the Red Sox traded back then? It was who, who, did, they, who did they acquire or who did they trade? No, they, they were trading away their best player, this huge, huge player. Big deal. Yeah, and this is two thousand eight, maybe around two thousand twelve, two thousand ten. I forget who it was. This wasn't the Carl Crawford deal to the Dodgers, was it? No, 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 no. This was like uh, bigger than that. But anyhow, hmm. right in the middle of the, well, I'm sure you guys can figure it out. But right in the middle of the meeting, John has to get up to go talk about this trade because it's happening right now, and it was just a really interesting sort of. A lot of things going on at one time, but, but but that's how long that NASCAR and iRacing have had a relationship. And so, last year, wait, NBC was this Manny? Was this Manny Ramirez? Yes. yes okay. That, so that was 08. Right. Yeah, 2008. Yeah. All right. All right. So I was right. Was 2008. Okay. But he had to get up out of the middle of the meeting to go handle, talk about this trade, final, you know, do whatever they do, right? And so. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> maybe if you knew it was Manny Ramirez, it would have been cool. All right, well, you're, you're I mean, on a roll. You're on a roll. Eleven years ago. Eleven years ago. <laughs> I um, I uh. You've had concussions. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the um, 
the relationship's been there a long time. Last year, NBC got on board and started putting some of the races that happen on iRacing on TV, putting it on uh, NBC Sports Network. And there's NASCAR has an elite series where kids and grown-ups across the country sort of compete against each other, and uh, they've been putting that and broadcasting it on TV. So it wasn't a foreign idea or, or some kind of weird, you know, shot in the dark for Fox to consider doing this. They know it's been done before. They just hadn't they just wouldn't weren't sure if they could get all the real world drivers to buy in because a lot of these guys weren't on the sim. They didn't have the equipment, the hardware. So uh I'm gonna be honest with you, it was a huge scramble in like a week, maybe maybe less, to get as many people as they could with hardware to do it and then the commitment from the drivers. They didn't have to do it. I might have been better than Jimmy Johnson. That might be the only time I'm a better driver than Jimmy Johnson, Jr. In a very small window of time, you were better than Jimmy Johnson. Thank you. He's put in a ton of practice since then, and I'm sure he's going to improve greatly, and a lot of these guys have been practicing all week. But take me to that Uh, final lap with you and Denny Hamlin. You're leading, and Hamlin, who's really good at this, and a really good driver as well. uh, What was that? so with 30 laps to go, I pitted for tires, and then they had another caution. With 20 laps to go, we had a caution, and I could have came down and got tires, and I should have. But I, I was like, yeah, it's too crazy back in the back. They're crashing, and I'll, I don't want to get wrecked out. So I'm done pitting. Wait, do you have a crew I chief? Ended, no. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting on – we got Discord and TeamSpeak, which are two chat programs where we can talk to our friends. So I'm talking to my buddies, <laughs> like, hey, what do you all think I should do? But um, – it's ultimately up to you. And I didn't come down to get tires, and they're an advantage. The tires fall off just like in real life. They get slower as you run, and there's less grip as you drive each lap. And so then he had a little bit of a tire advantage, plus he's very good. I didn't think he was going to get back up through there like he did. I never even thought I was going to be sitting there with a shot to win, but I'm driving the car and taking the lead, and I'm thinking, wow, I might win. And then here comes Denny to spoil the fun but uh you should have had a virtual I, fight well you know i thought about you know in hindsight i thought man i should have just took him out or i should have just <laughs> ran him up the track um what's worse that could happen uh but you know but um it was it was a lot of fun is i've had a relationship with iRacing for a really long time so i'm glad it was an exciting uh, experience for everybody who was watching. Huge, huge uh, boost for iRacing as a platform, and they've gotten so many new customers since that. Um, yeah, it was it, pretty it's cool. Been a great experience. Yeah, they yeah, did a great was. job. Hey, I wanted to ask you about your uh, Redskins. How are you feeling going into the draft here? You know, I, I'm, are you really okay uh, with Dwayne Haskins as your starting quarterback? For sure. I mean, what's, yeah. <laughs> yes, because. Well, you can the, take Tua. Yeah, but, I mean, you have to worry about the injury and, and whether he can overcome that. And, I, you know, I'm look, I am so far removed from it that I don't even – nobody but the insiders really know where two is at physically, right? So the concern is that you take Tua and he doesn't ever – uh, overcome that itch. Uh, hips are serious deals, man. You know, you don't see a lot of guys come back from hip injuries and and, and do well. But uh, you know, I, if he if we do 
if we don't draft him and he becomes this awesome player, I mean, that's just a risk you take. And I'm willing to, to take that risk, but the, uh, you know, Chase Young's a gun, you know, he's, he's an awesome player, once in a lifetime kind of, they're talking about he's like once in a, once in a decade kind of, you know, player to be drafted for that position. With the other guys that we drafted on defense, especially the defensive line over the last several years, it would just make us really tough on the front line there. Um, Did you ever think about changing teams? No. No. (laughs) I mean, it it could get a whole lot worse. I've not even came close to considering it. But, you know, there's just not any other teams out there that really appeal to me. And I've gotten so much – I've been a Redskins fan since 81 or 82, and I'm too invested in – it is what it is. So not know? Carolina. I mean, you never thought about maybe switching your allegiance to Carolina. You know, I just – that's too close to home. Good Lord. I mean, if, imagine being a Carolina fan and them having the, you know, the last couple of decades that the Redskins have had and you just living right underneath it. I don't know if that would be any better. <laughs> you need your distance? <laughs> yeah, at least, at least where I'm at in North Carolina, it's up there in D.C. And, yeah, I'm frustrated and I'm upset, but it's, you know, it's, it's not right under my you know nose here. Do you got names picked out for uh, the next baby? Well, we had a boy. We had a boy's name picked out what for was the that? first one that we didn't use. I can't tell you that. Why? Because you're having another girl. No, I don't know that. Oh, you don't? I wait. I thought your daughter said that she was gonna. Oh, she was gonna be a big sister. So you don't know. If you she... just had the same exact reaction that I had, Dan, in the moment. <laughs> Dan, you got to be better than this. You've had days and, and weeks to see this video and and get it. Like, how could you? Tr- how could you fall for it okay. the way I did? Okay. I mean, yeah, we both fell for that. Oh, see, see now, I don't feel so bad. But yeah, I walk in and she's got this shirt that says big sister or something on there i don't know what it said something about sister i'm like how do you know it's a girl (laughs) and it took me a second to think like of course she doesn't know it's a girl we don't know what it is i was the sister Uh, oh you know what i'm I'm thinking trey earnhardt no i mean i've got some friends that are trey so i don't want to say anything oh okay how about about just three (laughs) say what three the number three? Yeah, just the car number three. Just call oh, Absolutely. No. Okay. I've got, we've got a name. It's going to be fine if it's a boy. Now, if it's a girl, that was really hard to – that was hard to hard to figure out. Well, like, you could I call her Theresa, like the, the number oh, three. <laughs> so, what, no. Polly? Well, Dale, all the NASCAR drivers refer to each other like, you know, the 48 car, the 24 car. Name your son three. <laughs> the three's got to take out the garbage. No. Not happening. All right, so you have a boy's name picked out already. Yeah. And yeah. and you you don't have a girl's name picked out. That took us. The entire nine months uh, when when I was in, in Amy's little belly there, it took us forever to figure out a girl's name, and Amy did it. I had no I had no assistance or help in that, but I imagine the, that it'll be tough to to figure out another girl's name that we like. I don't know why, but that was just tough. That was just a real challenge. Are you racing this weekend? I racing? You know when um, so. So we did that race last week with Fox, big success, and uh, now they want to do it every week, right? And and that's great, and the fans can enjoy it, and there a lot more drivers are getting involved. I know that Truex is trying to get going. 
Harvick's coming in. You know, there's, there's, you won't be surprised to see Tony Stewart pop in. A lot of guys are jumping on that weren't there last week. So this thing's going to keep going each week. Um, I'm not, I've not made like a hard commitment to run every single race. I just kind of have to wait until Sunday and see what's going on in the house. I'm kind of a game time decision. <laughs> Uh, but I plan on racing, but I mean, if something's going on and I can't physically do it, you know, there's, there's other things going on around here that need my attention. I'll have to do those, but, yeah. um, yeah, that's good. That's good. You got, you got other priorities there. Uh, congrats yeah. again on uh, baby number two. And, and once again, if you want to take three, I don't want any credit. And if it's a girl and it's Theresa, I'm okay with that as well. I'm sure Amy will be uh, very happy to hear my suggestions. And uh, I'm never going to tell her about this. Oh, you're not? <clears throat> no, she's not need to hear all that. Okay, that's uh, probably best. <laughs> to keep it between us. Hey, great to talk to you again, Junior. Thank you. All right, guys. Y'all take care of yourselves, okay? That's Dale Junior, former NASCAR driver, maybe current NASCAR iRacing driver. Take a break. we got phone calls coming up. A surprise team for Cam Newton. Have that for you coming up. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Let's tell you the mystery team with Cam Newton. I might surprise you. Have that for you coming up. But first, our Discover Moment of the Week. Bruce Arians was a guest on our show on Tuesday, and we asked the Tampa Bay head coach if the Buccaneers were bringing back the throwback creamsicle uniforms. What are we going to do with the uniforms? Man, I can't wait to see them. Well, give me yeah, an idea, because I, I I didn't like the I didn't like the, the ones you had last year. I mean, I can we go back to the classic seventies? I, I, yeah, I think once the helmet rule changes uh, next year, we might have some creamsicles and some throwbacks, which I think are the best uniforms in the league. Uh, but what we, I think the new ones are going to be really really sharp, more classical. That's Bruce Arians, the Discover Moment of the Week. The Discover credit card matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card. At the end of your first year, even more amazing because Discover is accepted at over 95% of places in the United States. The take credit cards, learn more. Discover.com slash yes. Limitations apply. All right, some phone calls coming up. Update the poll results if you can, McLovin. Okay, if you could go back to 2007, would you institute instant replay? 55% now say yes, so it's very close. All right, Brandon in Arkansas joins us on this topic. Hi, Brandon. Dan Patrick, my dude. Thank you, Brandon. How are you? 5'9", 170, white, six foot tall. If the NFL was to get rid of instant replay in 2007, 
wouldn't everybody, including the NFL, want instant replay after the Saints-Rams game? Wouldn't everybody be <laughs> yeah. screaming for it? Yeah, but that would be great because we've had all mo- all this time to make all these mistakes that if we brought it back now for the first time, we'd get all the bugs out of it, all the kinks out of it. Gus in L.A. joins us. Hey, Gus, what do you have? Hey, Mr. Patrick, thank you for taking my phone call. Um, really quickly about these scouts and the executives that are up in arms that the draft is still going to happen, that it's going to hinder their draft process. I want to ask them, oh, so every draft pick you've ever made has been 100% spot on before, so you're upset that this is going to hinder your draft process when other years you've had every minute to get it right and you still don't? Well, and then lastly, I just, yeah, go ahead. I, I just want to thank you guys. Lastly, uh, thank you for being on the air. You guys do not know what you guys mean to us. Once again, thank you all. You guys have a great week. Thank you, Gus. Uh, be smart, be safe, and we appreciate it. Uh, we're here for you, and uh, that's why I said we're we're not rocket scientists. We're not going to tell you about the coronavirus unless it relates to sports, and we're here for just the entertainment and distraction. And we're sick and tired of being around our families well, as hey. well. <laughs> well, you and I are. Oh. You know, the other Danettes, they're at home with their family. Uh, I got – here's the odds here. There's odds shark – has odds on which team Cam Newton will be on the roster week one. The Redskins are still the favorite right now. The Patriots are co-favorites with the new mystery team. The Denver Broncos. Oh, boy. Denver Broncos, yes or no? Drew Locke or Cam Newton, Fritzy? I kind of like Drew Locke. I, I think I'd be excited to see Newton in the Bronco jersey, but I like what Locke was doing last year. I think you got to stick with the truth. All right. Well, Cam Newton is there at, uh, with the Broncos as the mystery team with the Patriots. Redskins still the favorites in the clubhouse, followed by the Dolphins, Chargers, Jags. And it goes down the list. But uh, those are the interesting ones. The Broncos appearing as a new team for Cam Newton. Final hour coming up. Hi, hello, sports fans. Dave Damashek here, and uh, guess who's sitting exactly six feet away from me? Adam Carolla. And uh, we're both here to let you know your favorite Adam Carolla show segment now has its very own feed. Well, what about the injury? And I go, that's fine, but what about being a your whole life? <laughs> we know the real reason so many people tune into the Adam Carolla show. So let's give the people what they want, eh? I've seen pictures of him in Russia with a shirt off, and he looks he looks pretty chiseled. <laughs> Enjoy all the good sports segments together in just one place. Make sure you subscribe to Good Sports, available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast platforms. I don't want anything to do with performance enhancing. Just, you know, being a hero, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what I'd like. Anything, Daddies? No. Okay.